Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Yeah, the sound of Fair City, EastEnders, Coronation Street. For this week's Ask Me Anything, I am talking to Director of Soaps with the likes of Fair City and EastEnders, Jason Brannigan. Jason, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Yeah, loads of messages coming in here on WhatsApp for you. 087-1400-106 is the number. But you might just tell us, Jason, first of all, um, what exactly do TV soap directors do? Well, I, um, I, I guess, look, our job is to come in. Scripts are written before we get there, but um, it's, I suppose, to interpret that and to kind of lead cast and crew through the production process and deliver our reps at the end of whatever our block is. You're sort of the manager then? In a way, I like a facilitator. You're only right. ever going to be as good as, as the work everyone, everyone else, else yeah, does like for everything. you. So, yeah. yeah. Um, how did you get into this? Um, I guess I've been directing for the last number of years I kind of started initially um, just shooting content for different media companies Mm. and um, about four four or five years ago um, I got a place on a course that RTE were running with Screen Ireland um, multi-camera drama directors training course and that was what led me directly into um, Fair City which then led on to EastEnders Yeah Fair City East, Fair City first of all and then EastEnders last year wasn't it? Yes Yeah, uh, yeah as TV TV series director uh, Lucy has got in touch today Jason with uh, with this voice note Hi this is Lucy here in Kildare um, I'm a big soap fan and I always wondered how long it takes to make a whole episode with so many of them to make is it a really quick turnaround to get them done and dusted? Yes, Lucy, it is an incredibly quick turnaround. It depends per show, but um, it's hard kind of to give you a time, I guess, for one single episode because how it normally works is um, they're produced in blocks. So with Fair City and EastEnders, you're doing four episodes in a row and you they work back to back. So let's say in Fair City, a block is normally five weeks and in that time you prep and produce those four episodes EastEnders being a bigger show I guess just in terms of um, budget and scale because of the BBC Mm. um, could run eight to ten weeks and you'll do those four episodes in that time but so sorry so four episodes over to to shoot you know a full tonight's whatever EastEnders or Carrie that would be you would shoot that with three others over the course of um, for a city, five weeks. So yeah. we actually shoot for six days and produce four episodes, which is an incredibly quick turnaround for quick. anyone who knows television. Right, yeah. It's funny, I'd say anyone else listening to that probably thinks your 25 minutes of viewing time in the evening, you know, yeah. might only take a day to record or something. Yeah, um, EastEnders then, there's a little bit more time. You might have 10, 10 to 12 days okay. to shoot four episodes. Ashley has this question as well. Hi, my name is Ashley and I have a question for the directors. This is in relation to when a character comes back, but it's a new actor playing this character. Um, Are the directors or the production staff, do they ever feel awkward or worried about how the fans will take this new actor, Um, especially if it's a much loved character? 
And the other piece of the question is in relation to the other actors on set. Usually when a new actor comes on, are they excited or is there pushback? And how do the directors cope um, with the positive and ne- uh, negatives when new actors come on board? It's a good question. Yeah. Um, OK, so I guess to answer the first part um, in terms of characters maybe being recast uh, or new actors playing characters who exited and came back, I would say that's it. You just try to make that new actor comfortable. I don't mm-hmm. think there's ever any real pushback in terms of that. Um, it's really about normally there's a good reason that that happens, maybe, but for the most part, just try and make that actor feel comfortable. And in terms of how other actors on these shows, in my experience, and that's all I can speak from, um, react to those situations, they're always very welcoming. Yeah. I've never experienced anyone intentionally testing someone or challenging or pushing because they're maybe concerned about that person's role in the show becoming bigger than theirs. Um, in my experience, they're very kind of close-knit. They're, they're like families. Yeah, and, and so they're lot, actually like a family. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, a lot of a lot of ca- these casts have worked together for yeah, a really long time. Sure, you know, entire career yeah, for like, some, you know, in totally. soaps. Yeah. yeah, people have been, some people have been playing characters for 30 odd yeah. years. And so, they're, I, for the most part, I think everyone is very supportive, collaborative, and everyone wants to do the best work that they can with each other. Okay. So, you can only, you're going to achieve the best results in collaborative um supportive relationships. 87 106 is the WhatsApp number. If you have a question for Jason, uh, we have another one here. Hi, this is Joanne from Malahide. I was just wondering, um, have you ever had to deal with any divas on set? And if so, how do you manage them? <laughs> Go on, name and shame now, Jason. I, 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 I won't name and shame. I think what's what's challenging for um, directors in soap is what I kind of just mentioned. So you're coming onto a show um, that has been running for a very long time and you have actors who have played characters for a very long time. And the reality is they know that character better than you ever will because mm-hmm. you're only there for maybe eight weeks of a year or 16 weeks, whatever maybe your booking is. But they've been playing this person for a very long time. So, yes, there's people who I think I've, I've dealt with actors who are protective of their characters. I think that always comes from a positive place. But I think it's just sometimes you do your best to trust their judgment. <laughs> You've been very diplomatic. I am, yeah. <laughs> This is what you have to be as a yeah, director, really yeah, diplomatic. Yeah. Um, so, no, I think, look, sometimes you trust their judgment, sometimes you push back and you just... They're not in demanding hampers of watermelons and stuff. Like, no, no, I've, I've never had a, nothing... No diva-esque <laughs> behaviour, but definitely Brilliant. people who say, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, we got, we got this voice note uh, in from Mark as well. Hi there. I've been a fan of Fair City and EastEnders for years. Uh, I think EastEnders is excellent. Uh, great script writing, great actors. Um, I enjoy Fair City too. My question is, what do you think that Irish soaps could learn from UK soaps? Ooh, um, there's more drama. Yeah, I, I look, I guess it's, it's a hard one to answer because I think we actually, having worked on both sides of, of the pond, yeah. um, the process is quite similar. I think really what it comes down to is scale and budgets. And that is how you change shows. More money means more time. Mm. And that that's more time for, for writing, for directing, for the actual production process. So 
I don't know. Outside of that, yeah. I don't necessarily think that there's anything that can specifically be pulled can, from, can from you, the UK. Can you come in with, you know, start in, um, in, in, in RTE um, and Fair City now in the next, you know, block that you're in working and you've an idea for a storyline, you know, totally um, off, out of character for this, you know, they've never done anything like this before, totally wild. Like, can you just decide to do that and just fire ahead with it? No, no. Um, so I guess from, from the perspective of how the show these shows are put together so normally the producers and the writers will get together maybe twice a year for something called story conference and this is the same in the uk as it is here and in that these these two or three days basically the writing team and the producers they'll all be throwing ideas out to go okay what are we doing for the next Mm. six to twelve months and it's kind of about Figuring out from that, you're what, forward planning the storylines basically. Yeah, and yeah. figuring out what 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 the most exciting things are. I was just going to say there was a text in wondering how far in advance that happens. So it's it's twice a year, basically. I, um, yeah, yeah, I think okay. it's about twice a year. And when you bring characters back and the actor is different, um, somebody else you're wondering about there being is there a sense of ner- nervousness from from some of them? But this listener is wondering: Do you ever get a sense that some actors are disappointed with the storylines that they're asked to play and how they play out? Um. I guess occasionally um, in sometimes people may not love where their characters are going. And again, people are protective of the characters they've been playing for mm. a long time, you know, so. Well, of course, Sharon, it's your yeah, livelihood. Exactly. And, and you, you may not be super keen on maybe if, if you're getting yeah. a dark arc and you're suddenly going to become a bad guy. I think people worry about that sometimes and worry right. about what happens when I walk down the street now yeah. and I'm doing all these terrible things on telly every day. <laughs> do you know as the actor how far in advance do you get your own script? Um, as the actor I'm not sure. It, I think because again the turnaround is so mm. quick I, you're probably only getting your scripts maybe a week to two weeks before you go into um, film. Okay. Um, this listener is wondering is it true that the kegs in the pubs are full of real beer? <laughs> um, they, I would say no. Um, not now. I, really, I think once upon a time, um, yeah. when when we didn't have as many non-alcoholic beers and stuff like that, right. I do think uh, taps were occasionally kicked. Okay. Uh, another question, another voice note here as well, Jason. Hi, this is Connor from uh, County Louth. Just wondering, like, for Fair City, what's the process to kind of determine the screen time for storylines? It just, like, it, sometimes it feels like that the more interesting storylines are kind of kind of deprioritised over gag or kind of tongue-in-cheek storylines. Thanks, Mill. Um, in terms of that process, I'm not really... I, I, I'm not over the process in terms of um, what is prioritised in terms of screen time. It's something that, like, when I come on, scripts are written. Mm-hmm. Now, we do get to um, feed back into scripts to get them ready for production. But I think that's a decision that's often made, you know, many months in, in advance, advance. Yeah. so maybe okay. six months earlier, okay. the storyline has been pitched and then developed out. To the- We've another question here for you as well, Jason. Hi, Emma here from Dublin. My question is, do you discuss future storylines with other soaps as often they all have similar stories coming up around the same time? Really interesting question. And I think the answer is no, but I do think what happens, we see it in film and stuff like mm. that as well. It's like, you know, all of a sudden you get two Snow White films out in the same year and it's just that these things are 
out there in yeah. the well, it's social discourse probably is yeah, it's just what's I, happening in the news absolutely yeah. that, that feeds into it so you and don't steal storylines from no, Carrie no no we don't um, but I do think yeah these things as you said social discourse it's what's happening in the world and it just gets reflected back into um, story planning okay uh, text in from Barney he's wondering is the neighbours streaming model the future of soaps that's a loaded question um, I to be honest, I think it's brilliant that it was brought back. It's it's going to be really interesting to see how it performs and whether it generates the audience and revenue that it needs to generate yeah. to stay on air. But it's it will be interesting to see, especially with, you know, there was the news there that Doctors has been, will be coming to an end next year as well. So it'll be interesting to see yeah. kind of how, how soap gets modelled out into okay. the future. Another voice note from, from Ellen. Does the director's personal experiences influence how they direct a given scene? I would. One part of me says no. I think like any job, you kind of leave your baggage at the door. And as a director, I think what you're always trying to get to is the heart of the scene and what the primary story beat is. And you let that dictate everything else. But it absolutely does help if there's maybe... If you have a lived experience and you can use that to help performers break a scene. But other than that, it doesn't really come into into play. You know, the the, the sort of the, um, the famous kind of one-liners that you get from some of the characters and we played Peggy Mitchell and get out of my pub a little earlier and how that stuck. Is that sort of the dream for a lot of the script writers? You want to, you, know, you, want, to, you want these sort of really quotable phrases yeah, I guess so. And, and look, it's what soap, in in a sense, is known for those iconic yeah. characters. And I guess, as you said, the the things that they say and how they carry themselves. Um, I would imagine it more so even than script. It's probably like a dream of actors to get those really great characters yeah. and those really good lines. And never forget Tiffany been killed on Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> still, re- still remembers. <laughs> Do you have a favorite soap yourself? I wouldn't say I, I I dip in and out of all of them. Um, just it's it's part See of the job to make sure yeah. what's going on, make sure I know what's happening. Mm. And um, but yeah, I enjoy I enjoy dipping in and out. And it's one of the great things about soap as well is that you can miss a couple of weeks yeah, and you can come back, right back and you up. can pick it right yeah, back up. Absolutely. And it's like you know everyone. I've no doubt it's a ter- really enjoyable. Uh, yeah. enjoyable job listen Jason it's been a pleasure to chat to you today thanks a million for coming into us Jason Brannigan as I said director of soaps with the likes of Fair City and EastEnders Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan weekdays at midday brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.